0: We are live with another edition of the Keg Jams, presented to you by the Tapping the Keg Podcast Network. Uh, Back at it again with my guy, Shake Ken. It's been about two weeks uh, delivering the people yet again. It's a little different concept. Uh, We're going to be talking about a few less topics. We're talking about what we're giving up uh, for sports topics, players, other takes, whatever it may be, uh, in honor of the Lenten season. We'll talk a little bit about the NFL draft. Uh, the Packer contract seller cap situation, some bucks talk thrown in there as well. Uh, so, we got it all covered uh, before we get going. Just a reminder on social, tapping the keg on Twitter, tapping sports on Instagram as well as TikTok. Finally hit one on TikTok recently on the Shock Smart video, which is great. Um, so, make sure you're checking it out. Check out shake Ken on all of the platforms, shake Ken underscore uh, where he'll be playing. He's going to be out and about this weekend, which he will tell to us shortly. What's up buddy? How you doing?
1: What's going on, man?
0: I'm just, you know, living. You're filling in for Mitch this week. Big shoes to fill. Mitch told me Yeah, everybody
1: um, needs a vacation, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, Mitch do- barely does any work. He's like, he, you know, the guy Sunday, he drops something off on Sunday and he's like, "Yeah, I don't think we need to do a podcast this week." I'm like, "All right, I guess okay, sure." You know, it's like you, Bill Simmons, like everybody just taking weeks off, like, you know.
1: Whatever. Is he on like a legit vacation?
0: No. No, Uh-oh. he just—he just was gonna
1: say picked- he picked a good week uh, to Uh-oh. miss this shitty weather.
0: Oh God, I mean this weather is just terrible. I mean, I mean yeah, now not- we now we're really doing the Mitch podcast because we talk about the weather early on. <laughs> yeah. I'm not looking forward of- to tomorrow. Yeah, I don't. Man, it's I'm thankful. These are the days where I'm thankful. I'm working from home, and we'll just figure out the ice situation like i was out there with the dog and just it's weird because it's like it is, it's, it snow, is really weird. But it's, it's ice but it's not it's it's hard to put your finger to it
1: it's like the gel packs that you get in like packages like the oh little yeah beet, little, little beads like that's what yeah. i was comparing it to it's it's weird i don't i don't remember uh weather like this a long time
0: yeah to just put a bow on it it's like if it's six degrees warmer, it's rain, and if it's six degrees colder, it's snow, and I would probably right. prefer that. And this is probably my worst like weather out of out of the mix. So, mm-hmm. but hopefully the weather will clear up for all the stuff you have this weekend, and then the Shamrock Shuffle the following weekend, which i yeah. sure we can talk to talk to as well. Uh, where are you going to be at this weekend?
1: Yeah, so full full week starting tomorrow Thursday um, or today if you're listening to it. Um at Brothers, uh, which I haven't done a Thursday there in a long time, but um sounds like the college kids have come out in droves lately for their Thursdays. Um Friday back at Revel in Bayview, which is kind of a, a bi-weekly thing for me. Uh, and then Saturday at the brewery, um, which has become a you know a, a better venue for me. Um it's it's you know it started slow. It's it, for those that don't know, it's the the new, just revamped Water Street Brewery location. Um, so they've added DJs, but I was there actually last week, um, oddly enough, and uh, had had a, a really good time. Um, it's starting to get a younger crowd in there a little bit. They got tons of like kind of games. They got pool table. Um, so cool little spot. And uh, yeah, it's 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 a pretty s- simple gig. The you know not a ton of high energy stuff, but it's um, you know good pop dance music. Um, for, for kind of the, the our age and then some of the the older I guess college um, and then I do have uh, a pregame tunes for the Bucks game on Sunday as well so for four straight days oh here. yeah um, Sunday is yeah.
0: an early one I mean it's big game against the Suns no Kevin Durant but that's mm-hmm. I mean that's early do you, you should just like find a yeah. place you don't I don't know if you even have any buddies living in Milwaukee You just stay downtown just yeah just, just sure flip it right over
1: out, but uh yeah I mean after the weekend I'm sure I'll just I'll try to be packed up and get out of there as, as soon as I can
0: right no I mean it and that's definitely a good call in the brewery I have not checked that out might have to uh, make it a point to get get over there at some point um because yeah no, that sounds sounds like a great time I, I always like Water Street Brewery back in the day. And it's great to hear the, uh, college kids are showing up. I think, you know, with red, white and blue does a great job in promoting their Thursday nights. And so I think, you know, can't go, everyone can't go to all one bar. And so the college kids are, uh, keeping the tradition of thirsty Thursdays alive, uh, yep. live and well, uh, speaking of the college kids, it was interesting. I don't know if you saw, uh, that barstool came out with the best, uh, college sounds doing mm-hmm. like a promotion with high noon, yeah. Um. And Madison was a two seed, but no other uh, Wisconsin cities were on that list, and I was yeah, just stunned it, by that.
1: And there was like, um, I don't want to say it's Decal, but there's another Illinois, um, one on there that just it didn't Champa- make sense.
0: Was Champagne is on there, so that's the University of Illinois. It wouldn't
1: it wouldn't have been that. Nope. It was um. It, it was in the same bracket, if I'm not mistaken. As uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. As Madison.
0: Yeah, they're doing it <clears throat> in the Midwest. Um,
1: I know like Syracuse is on there like, I think they were a five seed. Um, like it, it's if, if Chicago, I think Chicago's on there. Like if Chicago's on there, like I still feel like Milwaukee should be on there. Um, you know, with Marquette and Milwaukee, and just kind right. of the the you know, brothers is a pretty well known, um, you know, chain in the Midwest, and it, and has pretty much a presence on a lot of the big Midwest, even some of the Big Ten campuses where you know milwaukee should probably be on that on that list
0: but um yeah they weren't but uh, no yeah, I thought... no chicago chicago didn't make it so it might just chicago be college okay. towns but chicago really doesn't have a like DePaul, like chicago state right. chicago university like North, I don't know, yeah man.
1: northwestern's
0: too far northwestern no get out of here that's the evanson normal illinois is on there so illinois state um is is where oh that's what it is okay yep. yeah So, but still like, I don't know, lacrosse. I think some guy tweeted back at me because I I tweeted on the, to the account and some guy was like, yeah, lacrosse was made the sweet 16 the last time they did this. So it's like lacrosse is a huge ball. I've actually never done a night out in lacrosse. Probably, probably a miss on my part since I was only like an hour and a half away, but yeah. uh, Oh, Minneapolis is on there. Right. And that's the one. So that's probably what you meant with Chicago. Like, yeah, if so Minneapolis M, is on yeah. there, yeah. I mean, come on. Like Milwaukee not being there feels like highway robbery. Well, let's have Milwaukee versus Madison in round two, just just like we have Ames versus Iowa City, likely in, in round two as well. Iowa City, great time on low five seat. Like that's Cinderella, Cinderella yeah, yeah. type stuff.
1: They're um, up there, they're they're I don't even say they're a sleeper, they're not, because for anybody that goes Or has been Iowa City knows. um,
0: Iowa City, great fucking time. Like, I mean, we when we went there, it was not. You didn't even have to be twenty one to go into the bars, and just people would shuttle you drinks. I think that's changed nowadays. But yeah, I can never forget doing the pitchers. Uh, I forget the name of the bar. Maybe it was Varsity. I can't remember. Um, and then getting carried home, and then passing out. Mutual friends bedroom as he was trying to seduce a young lass. So uh, (laughs) that was a a massive cock clock on my behalf. But you know what? Players fuck up. All right. Uh, So it it happens. But speaking of college kids, uh, you also have the shuffle the following weekend, which quite possibly could be the biggest weekend. Uh, It's going to be huge, right? You have Marquette Mm -hmm. St. John's Marquette possibly could win the outright Big East title at one o'clock you have the shuffle going on all day God, and then you the have NFL. Marquette and the Sixers. A lot of people are saying that's going to be the return of Giannis. Um, yep. And if that's the return of Giannis and then it's like 50 degrees, like the city might look like the last of us by, by 10 o'clock or 11 <laughs> o'clock.
1: Uh man. Yeah. I, it's, you know, I, I look at it now and I'm just like, man, I just know that it's, it's going to be great. Cause I've just, i played so many, but also, it's like a guaranteed day where it's like no matter where you are, um, you know it's it's gonna be busy um, and it's gonna be a mixture, which I think is good in in the sense that you're gonna get, um, you know, a mixture of the college kids and the Marquette group, and then you're gonna get a mixture of the shuffle people. So you won't have so you'll have kind of a good meld uh, of of all the groups that are are there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be a long, (laughs) long fucking day for me. Um, and it always, it always is. So it's, uh, yeah, it's just a marathon and it's another year for me doing the shuffle. So.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, I, I am actually, I've, I've said that I've retired from the shuffle, which I kind of have, but a few buddies of mine like doing it, probably go to the Marquette game first and then find our way wherever you are probably, but we'll, uh, we'll see. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, Let's get into our topics, though. Um, So it is the Lenten season. It is Ash Wednesday. Um, it, I, myself, trying not actually giving something up, trying to actually give in, eat more fruit during the, during, That's like, good. every day. Yeah. I'm also trying to cut back on how late I stay up. Um, I just was like, I, I'm terrible. And I don't even have a kid or anything else. Like, I just, night owl and doing a lot of this shit. Um, I used to late. do that,
1: too. I used to, like... I don't know what it was. And this is even, yeah, this is before I had a kid because now I'm like, man, I'm, I'm good. Whenever I fall asleep. <laughs> um, but before that, I was always like, if I fall asleep before 11, I feel like I'm missing something. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah. always trying to always try to stay up. And so I would fall, you know, I'd go to sleep anytime between like 11 and midnight. Um, and uh, yeah, that is, that is since changed, but I can, I can relate.
0: So for the topic uh, and we'll uh, we'll get into our song choice, we're also going to talk about things we're giving up on in Wisconsin sports, whether it is a topic, whether it's a player, whether it's takes. Uh First, give us your song and then tell us what's your uh, what you're giving up uh, for 2023.
1: <laughs> yeah, Um so I thought it was kind of perfect. Uh, the song's called Stuck On You by Givion. um yep. You're know, one, one of my works. favorite artists right now. Uh, I mean the 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 low hanging fruit is Rogers, right? I mean yes. The and it doesn't bother me that it's being talked about. It's that we can't talk about anything else until yeah. that decision is made. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't really talk about the draft because we don't know. Like if they make a trade, then where does where does our our draft pick land? Um, can't really talk about free agency. I saw some about you know they were you know pushing hard to try and sign. Uh, Lazard before you know before it really gets to, um you know the free agency stuff. But it's just like again, like if Rogers comes back or if he doesn't, like that's gonna you know weigh on Lazard's choice and all the rest of the free agents. And and then free agency is, um, there's a ton of guys out there. Like I, the Titans obviously unloaded a, a bunch of guys yep. today. Um, not all of that, but there's some that I think would would fit you know and be good fits on on the Packers. But again, you can't have that conversation until we know what's going on with Rogers. So I don't hate that people are talking about it. It's, you know, he goes away for this dark hole to get away and have his privacy. And of course it's like the only thing that people are talking about. Um, But the, the frustrating thing for me is just that like, we can't like, you know, in a way we're handcuffed in a, in a different sense that we cannot move forward with plans until we really know what is going on um, in his head and with the Packers. And, and so until we get to that point, um, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of a, a quiet uh, offseason, I feel like, for, for the Packers until – I know they have things working. I'm sure they have options and scenarios, um, you know, that they have planned out. But, you know, we need, we need to get a, a solid, concrete answer here, hopefully, you know, soon um, to know the direction of the team next year.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, it's, it's definitely a thing that I think people want to be over with, even if they're on the side of Jordan love and they want Jordan love to start. I think everyone's just sort of like, we we've hit our breaking point uh, here locally. I'm not, not really surprised. Um, there's only so much you can do. I think because the Packers weren't in the postseason, it amplified the discussion. Um, mm-hmm. It was, you know, an extra two weeks, three weeks, of Rogers Love Talk. Now we're into really six to seven weeks if you you count when the regular season ended. So mm-hmm. I think everybody's ready to just sort of say, "All right, we want to talk about this. Like, get it over with. Figure out what's what's going on." And fees in Hawaii, <clears throat> so Rogers isn't going to be breaking any news this week. Maybe next week at the combine. Obviously that would be a napalm situation. Rogers could also be in Indianapolis on the McAfee show while everybody is in Indianapolis as Mm. is for the combine kind of interesting how that could work. um, If you play a little conspiracy theorist here, but yeah, I I do think they're going to know in the next couple of weeks. And I, what, what I've been fascinated by is I talked a lot about how the writing was on the wall with Jordan love yesterday on yesterday's show. Uh, You can go listen if you haven't yet. And, you know, Tyler Dunn writes this glowing article about Jordan Love. And Tyler Dunn's been an A1 Jordan Love stand for how long? But then today and, and yesterday, I missed the Palisaro thing. I wish I would have known that hmm. when I potted yesterday. But, like, Tom Palisaro, Jeff Darlington, two of the most respected guys in the business are like, yeah, he's back if he wants to be. Like, right, as long yep. as he wants to be back, they want him all in. And as long as he's there, like, we're they're good with it. And so it's like, who are you going to believe? Like, I'm not trying to discount Tyler Dunn or Bob McGinn well, a little bit Bob McGinn. Cause I think he's a hater, but like Darlington and Pellisaro. No. So if that's the case, then let's all just say it with our chest and, and move on and get there. Right. And I think it is going to be a tough pill to swallow for fans who want to move on. And I, I think that discussion will be had when, whenever the time does come, if that's the case.
1: Yeah. And I think like Aaron Jones had some comments about Jordan love around, uh, um, you know, Super Bowl week, yeah. you know, and he was like, he's ready to go. You know, you can kind of feel that the, and I don't want to say that the, the players aren't behind Rodgers, but you can kind of feel and see that there are players, even veterans like Jones, who are behind Jordan Love and might want to just say like, hey, let's let's see what the kids got. You know, I, I think in in their mind, um, you know, if if Rodgers is back, great. Then you have one of the greatest of all time back. But if not, like I, I think they they are comfortable knowing like we've got our our guy right behind him, um, in Jordan Love, and so yeah. Again, I'm I'm just hoping that a decision comes soon, um, yeah. because I think it it leads into you know kind of our next topic on contracts, free agency, yep. and then even you know even into the draft a little bit.
0: No doubt, uh, and for me, my star is "Patiently Waiting" by Fifty Cent and out a classic. Um, and it, it is similar to it's tied. There are some packer elements to it, but what my reason is mostly for, I just want the brewer season to start and I just want the bullshit of all the stuff this off season to just kind of die. And mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know if it will die. Like, that's the weird thing. Like if they start out slow, I think everyone's going to hate their ass. Like everyone's going to be really yeah. upset. But if they start fast, like what do these people say now? Do They just accept that they actually have a pretty good baseball team here. Like it's a it's a really weird start to the season. So I just kind of want it to get here, so no one keeps talking. And then yeah, the Rogers part of that is also plays into it because I just to your point to everything you said, <laughs> like I just I just want resolution.
1: Yeah, as it as it relates to the start of the season, are you more optimistic about? this team just given kind of the stuff that happened with Burns and, and, you know, that all of that, that came, I think like last week versus last year when the Brewers were, I think what, four or five, you know, pre-rank when it, when that came out, are you more optimistic about this team just be as it's kind of currently constructed versus last year when, you know, the expectations were high and for all intents and purposes, you know, dropped the ball and, and really had, um, you know, it really struggled in the, in the entire entirety of the season.
0: I think I do. I mean, they started hot and then they kind of just fell off and then, mm-hmm. and then they had a lot of injuries. And I, I think if they don't have the pitching injuries that they do last year, I think they probably are, you know, right at the top. I think Josh Hader would probably got traded this off season. I still think it would have been a big deal, but I mm-hmm. think more and more people would have understood it just given the fact that it he had one year left on his deal and this whole other thing and, he was at three. He didn't shut down three Dodgers at uh, you know, to get them to the NLCS like that. I think was the like final like salt in the wound for so many fans. And I I wouldn't say I'm as optimistic as last year. I'm, I'm a little worried about the bullpen, but mm-hmm. and no no Aaron Ashby for until maybe June July like sucks. Mm-hmm. So like I I feel okay. I feel I feel like they got pieces. They have talent. I don't think the NL Central is that good. But I am just I think I'm just taking it day by day and I think they can definitely be a playoff team. I'm not predicting them to win the World Series because my thing with baseball and what I've been trying to convey to people, whether it be through social stuff or through stuff on the pod, is like we're in like an English Premier League level with with baseball where it's the haves and the have nots and you can't control some of the stuff that the Padres, the Mets, the Dodgers, Phillies are doing because you just can't compete. Right. So um, other things that I'd like to give up, I think I'm done with the MVP and NBA MVP conversation. Um, I, Giannis, I'm, afraid,
1: I'm afraid Giannis's injury has probably
0: yeah. done
1: that in for him. Unfortunately. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I would agree. <laughs> and, and I think it's just, like I've said my piece. Like, I'm just like, I've said what I I know how I feel. I think Nick Wright did a, a great takedown of like Jokic basically broke the efficiency models. And Jokic needs to score more to actually, like, even out the efficiency. And he's just content getting 20, 10, and 10 a game, which more power to him. But I think that more people are going to treat Jokic kind of more like Westbrook, like a better version, a likable version. But, like, we're going to get to that point. And I think he's going to get exposed again in the playoffs. I I listened to a podcast a couple weeks ago about how James Harden, like, when teams have a chance to focus on players – they really struggle if they have weaknesses, and Harder got exposed, you know, multiple times in playoffs. <clears throat> and I think that happens with Jokic. I think when you play him six games, five games, you start figuring out what you can do defensively because he's a defensive liability.
1: Yeah, I think Stephen A. said something along the lines of if you have you have this guy that is going to do something that's never been done, the back to back to back MVPs and and has never won a championship, you know what does that really say about you know that model about that player? Um, kind of what you said about the efficiency stuff like, what is it? What are we truly looking at here? Yeah, um, so yeah, I mean, I think he's gonna run away with it now. Um, yeah. with, with Giannis, you know, out for a, you know, uh, probably a small extended uh period of time, but in which whatever at the end, again, it's MVP, right? Um, doesn't if, matter if you would take if you you want that or you want to be you know, the NBA champion, I'll take the the championship all day. Um, the other thing <laughs> I, I was thinking about is is does this end the Grayson, you know, should we give up on the Grayson trade talk?
0: Yeah. yeah Cause that yeah. another
1: one. I, I feel like he's had, you know, he's still had an up and down year, but it, I think if, if we were going to trade him, I think he only sign a two year deal anyway. So I, I think at the end of this year um, he'll, he will be a free agent, but um, I think he's earned, I think he's earned the right to, to, to be on this team and, and earn the minutes that he has. And I, there were so many people that were, you know, wanted to trade him at the deadline but i think he he fits really well with our team um you know we're going to need the scoring now with with Giannis out too um but i think he fits nicely um hopefully in in the playoffs they're they're able to hide him a little bit defensively and i think Jay Crowder will help with that but totally. um i feel i mean it's it's you feel bad for the guy because he's he's only heard Trade rumors, you know, since he's gotten here um, mm-hmm. and obviously it was amplified by his struggles in the Boston series last year. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we kept him and, and we're able to hang on to him. So I, I think we can we can stop with the uh, the Grayson trade slander. Yeah, we can <clears throat>
0: give up, give up on, on the Grayson slander, if you will. So, all yeah. right, let's move on. Uh, as you mentioned, we were we have ta- Packer topics to talk about. Every year around this time we people want to talk about the seller cap. There is a oh, we don't have enough money, and oh, the seller cap is real. I'm like, I, I mean, look, man, the way that the seller cap can get maneuvered, it isn't real. It just it's not. And I think all of these teams also know that the TV money is coming in. Um, so we're gonna talk about, you know, we, what players do we think are getting kept, what are getting released? Is there are there any free agents that could be in the affordable sense for, for this Packers team. And I I think that's kind of, kind of where we'll start.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, I I wanted to talk a little bit about the re-signing of Aaron Jones. I think, you know, majority of the fan base are, are happy and love, you know, having Aaron Jones back. I am, I'm a huge fan. I think he does great things. Outside of of the playing field, um, and 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 I think that has true value, um, but just something I I, I saw this week, uh, Marcus Mosher put out a, a post about the salary of the leading rusher from the last Super Bowls. And I won't go through them all, but let's just go through the last couple. So last year, Cam Akers for the Rams. Obviously, the Rams won it in uh, in 2021. Base salary 1.1. The year before that was Leonard Fournette with the Bucks he had a $2 million base salary the year before that, the leading rusher for where the chiefs was Damian Williams. He had a $1 million salary base salary the year before that Sony Michelle with the Patriots 480,000 two years before that back-to-back years uh, were the Eagles and Patriots like blunt uh, oddly enough was uh, the leading rusher for both those teams uh, made less than a million base salary in both those years. So, I, I, and it's, it's, it's a, always a conversation. I think is, is the value of the running back in the NFL, and should you pay him? I, I think that's where Saquon is right now with the Giants and, and his agreements, um, and conversations with them. But I think it's, it's just really interesting on, uh, you know, uh, on, you know, where, where your salary cap lies, where the true value in the numbers uh, on your yeah. roster is. You know, obviously, a, a massive chunk of of what we have in cap is is with Rogers and with Bakhtiari and some other guys. Um, so I'm curious to get your thoughts on that. It, it, funny that all the way down in 2010, the Packers James Starks base salary $320,000 like, back look, in 2010.
0: The proof is in the pudding. Um, it, it, I think having cheap running backs is something that gets you far. Because you're able to spend money out on other talented positions that win you super bowls, whether it's the offensive line. I mean, Adriana Pacheco
1: was a seventh uh, round rookie yeah, year, you know, Right, I
0: mean? right. No, I know. And I think with Aaron Jones, like there he's just he's a leader of this team. You could argue that he might be a bigger leader than Aaron Rodgers because he's a unifier. He never gets mad about AJ Dillon taking his time. It's mm-hmm. a, it's always been a partnership. It was always a partnership with him and Jamal Williams. I think they actually just did a podcast together yesterday or the day prior. Like they, he, I think because he is a leader, I think that that does mean something. And, I, and we yeah, went, we I just agree. talked about that hater trade. Like, I think if Jones is on like the Rams next year, let's say, like, I think, I think that there is an outrage. I think people are absolutely pissed. And I think people will be knocking down the door. Like the Aaron Jones, like EPA, uh and is like off the charts. Like his expected, you know, plays, you know, that it's just great. Like it, he is a top running back. I think he he's very versatile. I do I do get annoyed, I guess, that he is not the bell cow that I think some of the other guys are. You can't sure. really get him to the Derrick Henry level. But I also think we haven't seen the full version of Aaron Jones. And we saw it a little bit last year. Like the, the Dallas game is a great example of where it was Aaron Jones. It was AJ Dillon. And it was just a little bit of Aaron Rodgers. That's kind of where the Packers need to go. It's just a question of is Rodgers going to is Rodgers gonna buy into that, right? right is right. Rodgers going to be okay with that? I think Jordan Love will. And I think that the other part of the Aaron Jones part is he works with either guy. If you have Jordan Love there, I think yeah, Aaron yeah. Jones is great to have. If you have Rogers there, it gives him yet another weapon and it gives him a veteran weapon with having the you youth can trust at um, the wide receiver. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I just thought it was interesting. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm all for having Aaron Jones. No, here. it's, no, it's um, great.
0: I mean, it's, it's, you're absolutely right. Like, I'm not, I know, I know what you're saying. I'm not trying to kill the messenger here. Like, I know, I know where you're, what you're getting at. And it's like, yeah, it's, they, the, they decided to make a decision and then they're going to have other decisions, you know, around what, you know, what moves are they going to make? What are they going to restructure? Um, They already let a bunch of void money go. That makes a bunch of guys free agency, free agents. It sucks to have that void money, but I'm not sad to see Dean Lauer go. I'm not sad to see Adrian Amos go. Um, I -hmm. did think Jaron Reed was, you know, pretty solid for the team last year. And so maybe work something to try to bring him back, Mm -hmm. but it's, you know, it's always a delicate game. And going back to the original thing, we are all waiting on Rogers to see what, what happens. Like the Alan Lazard thing was super weird. I don't know if you saw him on, uh, serious accent. I quote tweeted it, uh, Tevin, the you cat, you guys can listen if you haven't heard it, but like, he like all time walked back, like what he said at the locker room after the tricking, like, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be here and all this bullshit. And now he's like, Oh, I was spoiled. Uh, I was bougie, like right. I, you know, right. have great Runners relationship. Is the there. best
1: to do it. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's like, dude, like, okay, like, pick a lane. I don't know. I mean, I've been there. I don't. Know. I'm sure you have, like, where you say something and you're just like, Fuck. yeah.
1: Like, I mean, especially I, if it, you know, especially end of the year. Yeah. You know, tension, emotions are high. Um, you know, maybe didn't end the year the way you wanted to. You know, personally, and and on the and you know, obviously not making the playoffs. So you say things. Yeah. I I, let's just let's as an exercise, if we keep Rogers, some of the other free agents that that are set to be free. Let's just say Bob Tanyan for one Cobb, I I don't think is here. Lazar, you know, what are the guys that you would like to see keep? I know you kind of talked about who you're okay seeing walk away.
0: I <clears throat> I think T- I think Tanyan and and Lazard should be back. I think I think there's a case to be made for both guys. I think that that is that makes sense from an offensive perspective. Big dog at two point nine at 38 years old is really a kind of a tough pill to swallow. Just because I I I think if he wants to take the veteran minimum, or you know a little bit a little bit less. Like, that's just a lot of money. And there's, it's a really good tight end draft. Like, it's, it's hard to like kind of put those two, two and things together. And I guess because Josiah DeGuerra hasn't really amounted to maybe the player they expect him to be. Now, if they, if they think DeGuerra is going to take that next step, then that's even more reason why you don't have Big Dog on the team next year. It sucks Mm -hmm. to say, right? But I I move on from Mason Crosby for sure. Um, four three for a kicker at 38's ridiculous. Like just sign, just draft a kicker. Get yep. your Evan McPherson, right? Like get get a guy like that. Make sure you have a veteran backup ready to go. Um, you know, kind of looking at that chart, but I, I think that'd be enough to keep Rogers happy. I've I've said for a while, I know Robert Woods now just became available. I've been a Bob Woods guy, he's definitely fallen off. Um mm-hmm. where he used to be after that ACL tear. I think the other guy I would look at is Adam Thielen. Um yep, I yep. think Adam Thielen still has it, has a relationship with Aaron Rodgers, um, was a Packer fan growing up. Like, I think there's a lot to be said to get if Thielen to, Thielen over Cobb is an immediate upgrade. That that's 100. Yep. percent That's maybe a worth a win, honestly. And so, I, I that's kind of what I would say. I know I've rambled there a little bit.
1: Do you know what he, I'm trying to think, we'll see what he made, like what his cap hit would be.
0: Yeah. He, with Thielen. I, yeah. They have the, he got him.
1: I, he, that's the other thing I got it. So, like Robert Woods, I think last year, uh, 16 to 16 million was his contract. They got to be, I got to think that Thielen's probably in that 14 to 16 range as well, if not more. Um, just trying to th- yeah, yeah, again, just trying to figure out where, where some of the money would move. Um uh, is
0: he even a free agent this year? I thought he was a free agent. Um I, yeah, I thought he was, but maybe not. He may he had a four, he has a I don't four year,
1: going into twenty three
0: four year sixty four four million dollar deal. Okay, so there is a sixteen. Yeah, so there's a potential out for Minnesota that they have to decide on. So Minnesota right now has paid Thielen, twenty four million dollars over two years. They can get out of Thielen's deal, and he's going to be thirty three next year, and avoid paying twenty five million dollars the next two years. They're yeah. going to do that, and that's why. So what right they, now, to,
1: to the Packers, though, I think is the one is the one thing that would would be yeah, really- No,
0: they're not going to. They're not going to trade him. They would be like they they'd release him, similar to Woods, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 And and they would move on. And there his wife made some comments after the year. So it seems like the writing is kind of on the wall there. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, we'll just we'll just kind of have to see how it goes.
1: Yeah, I hate hate just going back to saying like we're waiting on Rodgers. The other one guy, I think there is two. So if Tunyon was gone, I I think and we'll talk about this in a little bit. um, Like you said, there's a ton of talent in the tight end in the draft. I think also if, you know, letting go of Amos, I think a guy like Jesse Bates um, from Cincinnati makes sense, like as a, a, a guy that you could probably pick up in that safety spot. Um, but safety, you know, by far, I think, and I, I think you'd agree is, is probably our biggest need um, okay. both in, whether it be in free agency or in the draft, like it's, it's by far the biggest need we, we have on the team. So I, I would, I would maybe explore free agency for a safety and then, um, try to really build depth at, you know, tight end and offensive line. Um, in draft. Yeah.
0: And there's, I mean, there's a lot of safeties that you, if you're like, Hey, the Packers sign them, you hear it from Schefter or Whoa, or no, Whoa, Schefter or uh, uh, <laughs> rap. Like you have J- Jesse Bates, Jimmy Ward, uh, Ryan Neal, Von Bell, Juan Thornhill. Yeah. I, Jabril Preppers, I wouldn't be that hyped on. I just have never really been that impressed with Jabril Preppers. Jordan Foyer. Jordan sure. Foyer, yep. Yeah. He, oh, just because I'd, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see his girl in green and gold at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, uh, the amount of, like, suburban dads that find out who Rachel Bush was would be just off the charts. Mm-hmm. Um, Tracy Gardner-Johnson uh, talks a lot of shit, but I'm okay with that. He has has a little piss in We're his fine. Cheerios. That's yeah. fine. Um. I thought Julian Love was all right for the Giants, too. Um, You know, I don't know if all these guys will be available, but definitely definitely, there are some names, right? And I I agree with you. I don't like this draft from a safety perspective. Like, I do think uh, Brian Branch is all right. And we'll we'll just jump. We didn't get our songs. So let's actually, before we do it, we'll, with the keg jam, so what was, what were your, what was your free agents or uh Packer, Packer contract song? And then I'll do, I'll do mine. Yeah. It go. was more
1: so like just a resurgence of, of, um, an artist. So it's Skrillex featuring Missy Elliott, uh, yeah. Reddit or Ratata or Rattata, yeah. Rattata. Um, pretty much a common Missy Elliott, uh, loop that she has in one of her songs, but, um, thought it was fitting like you know, the resurgence of Skrillex and kind of coming back, he just put out an album Um yeah. kind of, you know, what are the, uh what are the players for the Packers that are either staying or going to um kind of keep their, keep their reign with Packers going, or do we bring somebody else in and, and start fresh? So that was kind of the thought there.
0: I love it. I mean, big, big Skrillex moments going on right now. He just sold out Madison Square Garden with Fred again. And, you know, Fortette yeah. like looked yeah. like yeah. hell of a time. Um, oh
1: my God. Uh, yeah. I, I, I feel like, I don't. I won't go nerding out on this, but I feel like that's such a big accomplishment for for music producers and DJs to understand like the gravity of what they did. Um, Because they did a, a pop up show outside in Times Square that sold out in like three minutes um that just looked insane and it's it was really cool um to see and I think you know like I said it's a really cool moment for for the dance world um and to see that you know it's it's very well and alive and Fred again has been around a long time but he's just kind of now getting um, yeah. the recognition and yeah and Skrillex has yeah. just has changed his sound but it's still still just awesome
0: I feel like Fred again is probably a a top seed in terms of the like people that are, you're going to want to see if you're going to festivals this summer, like whether it's an EDM festival or just like Bonnaroo or, I have no idea if he's playing any of these things. Um, but like, I think he's on the top of people's like to see list this, this summer, uh, mine was job well done by run the jewels. Just get the job done. Right. Love that song. It's a great song. Um, it's, it'll fire you up. It'll make you want to run through a wall, uh, when you're lifting or running, um, yeah, just just get get things fucking done here, um, and we'll see what happens in the next few weeks. Uh, let's move on to the NFL draft. We'll stay with Packers, um, and, you know, kind of the Combine is next week. Uh, getting excited for that and seeing, you know, who pops off. You know, there are people who have kind of become guys, if you will, where, you're like, that's my guy. That's the guy I want them to draft. I don't know if I have one. I don't know if I have official guys just yet but definitely an exciting time to start looking at who might be the next members of the Green Bay Packers.
1: Yeah. And, um, you know, I'll just, I'll, I'll start with the song. It was just creeping. Um, this is, you know, obviously super popular song on the radio right now, Metro booming 21 Savage in the weekend. It's, it's kind of like, who's creeping into, you know, your mock drafts, who's creeping into, um, you know, your articles on who you'd like to see, um, the Packers draft. And obviously they just had the senior bowl, which is a big thing. Um, You get to, to get a good look at some, some prospects there. Um, uh, One, one event that I I actually had the privilege of working uh, a couple of years ago, Um, really cool environment. So, oh yeah, um, and that's where a lot of, you know, I can't think of the guy's name. The, the whitewater kid from last year was like a a sensation Uh, after that. Yeah.
0: Shit. Oh God. It's right. I'm going to set my tongue. Oh, mine hurts. Quinn. Good yes. Yes. Um,
1: so you get guys like that and you get these standouts um, that people just don't get a chance to see. Like, for example, Tajay Spears, um, the running back out of Tulane, um, yeah. pretty much stole the show at the senior bowl from from what I've read. And like he's climbing up boards really fast. Um, a guy that would be, you know, a, such a spark plug for the for the Packers. I don't know that they would you know, I don't know that they would go running back. Um because he's probably in the, the first three rounds. Um but you know, guys like that that kind of come out of out of nowhere.
0: Right. The, the I think that- I think Jalen Hyatt's gonna make a huge leap this combine. Like I think people were hoping maybe Jalen Hyatt Hyatt's a second round pick for the Green Bay Packers. I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh Daniel Jeremiah had Tyree Wilson over Will Anderson in mm-hmm. the top now granted, which is
1: un- insane to me
0: right and and I will also add this if like re- like let's just say Roger gets traded the Raiders and Packer's had a seven pick and a lot of people have mocked Tyree Tyree Wilson there if will Anderson's at five like I uh, like go
1: a thousand like, percent. Mo-
0: move up talk to Seattle C- Seattle has a lot of draft capital let Seattle's still rebuilding out I know they made the playoffs but like let's be let's be honest here yeah. um so it's like it's like keep like adding adding capital and like go after him and get him. Yeah. Uh, if that's if that's really gonna happen, um, I know Luke Van Nass is gonna move. His numbers are gonna be crazy, dude. All he does is bull rush. He has yep. no other move right now. That said, his bull rush is really fucking good. I trust guys from Iowa. Um, yeah. They, yeah. they 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 produce, but it's also a little worrisome. When it's like you've be- it's very resh- it's like a more raw Rashawn Gary. And it's like, do you want that? I don't
1: know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the names that keep coming up, at least in the first pick to just as is where we stand, obviously Jackson Smith, the Jigba is is yep. the one that I've seen the most, probably the most of Matthew Mayer um, is the other one, do you um, not get? which no, I don't. Again with the, the depth at tight end, you can get, um, you know, you can get Kincaid later. You can yeah. get, you know, like
0: a uh, no, Darnell Washington
1: in the second year. Mus- Musgrave, Musgrave, like
0: I, like Musgrave's gonna test out so well. Like I, I think there's a legitimate chance there could be two tight ends in the first round go. I, I yeah. think it's that good. And w- knowing that receivers are really expensive right now, like I think I saw something that average receivers like 19 million dollars. Like it's crazy. Like they're cool. making a ton of money. Where it's like, all right. Maybe we get tight ends, you know, maybe we do look at, at potential receivers, but maybe it'd be more beneficial for us to draft tights in the first round and the second round, you know, try to sneak in a receiver and, you know, do it there. I don't know, but I, I like those. Um, I, I'd be very excited about either Kincaid or Musgrave. I, I think both are, are really talented and I think they're more of what the Packers typically draft and develop. First is a guy like Mayer, who's just a big body that I just I just don't see. It. That's the one I just cannot picture in a Packer uniform. Then again, I said there's no way they're drafting Devontae Wyatt, and then they drafted him. So hmm. you never know.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the one thing with with Smith and Jigba is like I think for most people he's consensus number one. But I've I recently saw something that a lot of NFL executives don't think he's a true number one in the NFL, which was kind of interesting because I've seen him be the number one guy on a lot of, you um, know, a lot of big boards, um, Quinton Johnson, I've seen kind of floated there as well. Yeah. And he be a little bit. Big body guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then Zay Flowers kind of mixes in there as well. Um, but I guess with the first, you know, I'll throw it back to you is, is who would you want to take if we stay where we're at Rogers is back who who would be your 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 first pick?
0: And we're not gonna we're not gonna move on from Bakhtiari. We're just gonna keep everything as is. Yep. Nothing yep. really changes. Yep. Um, that's a good question. I I think that I'm gonna go. I think I'd go with Smith Najib. But I feel I look, man. When I watched him at the Rose Bowl two years ago, I was like, this is gonna be the best like receiver in college football and mm-hmm. or like NFL. Like I was just like. Uh, it, it's one game right there but i just think <laughs> it was quite a game. yeah right and it's like i, I it, but if i'm thinking about how brian Gunakus would approach it i think that he'll probably get an edge like a miles murphy um yep. at, 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 i think that's that actually where i was whole,
1: that's what i was thinking
0: oh so i apologize for stopping no that's me. okay That's what, um okay. because like i i think with Rashawn gary right being out until likely, I don't think to expect Rashawn Gary back. He is a, like a freak in terms of working out, but it's hard for me to see like Rashawn Gary back fully healthy to start the year. It's probably going to be more like October, maybe even into November and like, not that a rookie can make an impact right away, but it's at least to have that depth. And then you have Embare, you have Preston Smith. Then you have a guy like Miles Murphy. Like I think that all, that all sort of works together And, and you don't have a guy that's super raw, like a a Van Nass that might not be able to get on the court.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Miles Murphy would have been, um, would have been my, but I I do like Brian branch. Um, it's, it's early for a safety kind of, but I, I think he's the best safety in the draft. And, um, you know we we talked about it before it's it's absolutely a need and i don't think it's a a, a very deep draft for that position so i think getting the top guy um if we could it would be huge but um i mean where we're picking there's there's going to be great value and there's mm-hmm. going to be great players um right. and so yeah. i'm i'm excited I, I hate that we have uh, an early pick and I, I would be intrigued to see if they made any moves or anybody would make a move to move yeah. up at all but um yeah. well
0: i mean i th- i personally think will levis is going to drop like i don't i don't see like will levis in the top 10
1: yeah guy. No, I, agree. I, I mean you think about it, he didn't play in the bowl game he didn't play in the senior bowl he's he's had opportunities to increase the stock and he hasn't done that um right what are you hiding
0: just show the right. tapes
1: yep yep and so i think and i don't know if he's gonna I don't I, know if he's gone. I, he I bet he
0: won't throw a combat Like, I, I know, you know, like. Did and, you put enough
1: on tape to, to, to show that you should be a top two or three quarterback drafted? I don't know.
0: I just, I think there's going to be a fall. And if there is a fall, <clears throat> Green Bay is in a perfect spot at 15 for a team who's like, all right, fuck it. We're not going to draft Will Levis top 10, but we'll draft Will Levis at 15. And then sure. you bring in all this draft capital to let them come up and draft a quarterback. And we've seen yeah. that with the Giants, do it with the Bears pick. We saw it. We've seen it before with the Chiefs uh, when they traded up for Mahomes. Again, I'm not saying that Levis is going to be uh, Justin Fields or Patrick Mahomes, but the point remains. Like, there is – it, it, it's a real possibility for Green Bay if the draft breaks a certain way. Um, yeah. I didn't give my song. I let you do your song, and then I just went right in. Uh, I just said I want to rock by li- Little Uzi Vert. Like, I just want to, like – let's see where we go. Like, let's get this going. Start to the season. Like just draft like, fun. draft is fun. I Murph and I have been doing, uh, doing stuff. That I think we're going to run back again, where we just kind of go by position by position and like, yeah, it's, it's a good time, man. And I think the only thing that, that scares me from like an opposition perspective is I think if the Lions got Willie Anderson, I'd be a little, little nervous hmm. um i also think if the bears got smith in the jib, uh, i'd also be somewhat nervous they won't draft him that high um obviously yeah. with the first pick but if they moved up like if he if he falls right just like makes sense
1: yeah. yeah
0: well field said it on part of my take he was like i'd love to basically do the jamar chase joe burrow thing with right. him and so yeah that would not be good i would that would <laughs> i would not like that so we'll see Hey, they traded their they traded away their uh, second round pick for Chase Claypool. So, True. God bless <clears> them. <throat> uh, moving on to the Bucks, we haven't talked about the Bucks uh, partly because buyout I think is due today. Um, I think they need to have an answer on who buyout guys would be um, and kind of where where do you think the Bucks should look with their empty roster spot? They added Myers Leonard, um, which.
1: which... <sighs> i I didn't i I still don't get it i I really don't um like he he, is bob unless it's really truly a bobby move where they don't think bobby's gonna be ready to play or or there's something there um i just i didn't get the move outside of all of the the personal stuff and anti-semitism i didn't get the move at all um it really didn't make sense to me i mean Ten-day contract. I I don't really know if he's even going to see the floor in that time. So it just didn't make sense. Not that it's it's a huge deal at the end of the day, because um, like I said, I don't think he's seen the court, and I don't think he's on the roster longer than that. But that did not make
0: I, any sense to me. I mean, I mean, here's the thing though: like they needed more bigs, right? They need somebody to fill in in that Serge Ibaka role. You're running out of Giannis probably in these ten days. You get to basically see. What you have with Myers Leonard. You can also extend 10 day contracts. You can give another 10 day contract. Right. Right. And then I so then you have 20 days, right? And that that's basically the season. And you can make your decision then if you want to keep with Myers Leonard or move on. Right. And I mean, go, but and, th-
1: th- my thought was just the guy hasn't seen the court in
0: yeah, two, almost two years. I know. I mean, um,
1: you know, I, do you not do you not have enough or have you not seen enough in Mamu to have some trust in him? I know he's not a as big, like my Leonard is a fucking tank. He's a that's big guy. The,
0: that's the thing, though. It's like they—that's like the size. Are they that using him kinda, just to be like,
1: hey, go out there get six fouls? And kind of, yeah. yeah.
0: You know, Brooks got into some foul trouble here and there, and you know, he can shoot a little bit. He can probably definitely play the zone drop defense. It seems like Myers Leonard was watching Buck stuff early on. This seems like it might have been in the works. I. I went into a TikTok rabbit hole on Myers Leonard. A lot of uh, the Call of Duty stuff on there, yeah. um, but his wife has like a million three in terms of followers on there. She's like a legit influencer, and he was like mm. watching the Bucks, like the Bucks Cleveland game from like January twenty fourth. So like I I kind of think this has been in the works for some time.
1: Yeah,
0: but mm. we'll see. Uh, so. Do you have a guy like that you look at? It, so they have one spot available. Do you have a guy that's there? I can read you off the list of guys. No, mellow. no. I, yeah, know. I mean,
1: it? yeah, I have. I mean, I have a guy. I, I oh, yeah. Here we go. Here <laughs> I, I, we won't go. go okay. I won't go into right. that any no.
0: further. No, no, it's fine. You could sell us on Mellow for another podcast. It's no, just. I've
1: done I've done it too much. My I've said my piece with Mellow. Um,
0: it's like, it's no, kind of I'm, like Mean Girls. It's like, stop making Mellow happen. Like it's, <laughs> it's just not like, like um, I, I'm. Okay. I can I be on the record to say that I I think I said it last. Time. I would be perfectly fine with Carmelo Anthony on this roster. I think that adding more scoring off the bench is never a bad thing. I think a guy who wants a ring, I think you can't put a price on that. I think there is a dialed in focus with that, and I don't think it would make the Bucks suddenly worse defensively or like. Uh, on the bench, I think you would yeah. be just fine.
1: Yeah, I, the, and I'll just say this: I think the like when you need a guy that you know Chris isn't feeling it or is you know isn't is isn't fully healthy, whatever <clears throat> whatever is down the line. We've seen Drew and and his up and down um, scoring, especially in the playoffs. You know Giannis when Giannis is fully healthy, he's Giannis. But is there another guy on that bench that can give you like can just heat up? and give you, you know, a 15 or a 20 point game in the playoffs. And, and he's that guy and, and Brooke can do that, you know, but I think, you know, we saw it in the, in the Chicago game, you know, obviously with Giannis out he can do it, but um, I just think a, a, like a, a wing guy that can get you scoring on the night that you're going to need it would be huge. So, also say that that's my piece on Melo. it's it's not gonna happen it's just a pipe dream but would love to see it there's really just two um none of the names that are really out there still interest me a ton um will barton is is the one that i i do like would like to see um i just i look at him and, and think do can he play a backup point guard role and if not where do the minutes come from for him you know with with just the way that our kind of twos and threes are pre stacked with Grayson's minutes um, and Chris, and then, you know, adding Joe Ingles and Wes Matthews, like the minutes get pretty thin there. Um, And Pat. So I I don't, if he can come in and play point guard, I mean, he's only a year removed from, you know, averaging, you know, just over 14 points in Denver. Granted he had to because that team was so riddled with injuries. Um, but I still think he's a guy that can add value. Um, good ball handler, pretty, pretty efficient shooter. Um, so I liked him the other name and I know it's not super popular, um, would be Derrick Rose just simply for the fact that, that we would that we could have a backup backup back point guard with some pace. Um, you know I, I feel like that's one of the things that we we don't play very fast and to have and i think Derrick Rose still has some speed left in his game he's had some pretty solid games um with new york i think being close to home would help too um it would probably pain him to to win a title in milwaukee and 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 not do it in chicago but um he's the one i think i i i don't like the john wall i'm not uh, not in on john wall um I just wasn't, wasn't there on any of those guys. So those are really the two. Uh, if they don't make a move, they don't make a move. Like you said, I think the, the deadline is is coming up, but uh, uh, I am, um, I'm fine. If they don't, I think the depth is there. Um, you know, Ingles will have his up and down games. He's, you know, he's performed well in some he's underperformed in others. Um, but I think right now with the time being with Giannis out, um it's gonna be important to see how this this core kind of glues together without him and, and, and kind of where that scoring comes from.
0: I I like Will Barton. Um I agree with you on that. I think that's probably the best option. Barton not exactly the best defender, but I think you can hide that with yeah. guys like Wes Matthews, Jay Crowder. I think that'll be that'd be okay. I also think Wayne Ellington, the way he can mm-hmm. shoot, you just let let it go right just have a guy you that you can bring yeah, off the bench. Yeah, pretty
1: solid defender. Yeah.
0: yeah, bring off the bench. Just say, all right, we need five to ten minutes. Go ahead. Like I, I kind of like that idea. I agree with you on John Wall. I also think it's crazy that Michael Carter Williams slipped into the woe street. About-
1: <laughs> I did see his name get brought up. I'm like, I follow
0: him on Instagram. I'm like, I don't think he's been in the league for like no. at least two years. No, he's he's learning Chinese. Like he's yeah. you know he's overseas and. uh yeah, that was wild. Uh I but the Bucks always do goofy shit, right? Like the last they were like, oh, who's gonna be this bio guy? The Bucks signed Elijah Bryant, uh, from like the Israel League and yeah, yeah. Luca Vildoza, uh, who is one of Giannis's guys. Like, don't be shocked if there's something dumb. Like I just I was just looking around and Kobe Simmons, who played at Arizona, is lighting up G League right now, doing really well. Yeah. Six five, springy. Um, you know, could the books do something like that where they're like, Oh, we just brought, we just signed a G League guy? It would not surprise me if they just completely zag, um, knowing that knowing what they need, uh, or or if they I don't think they'll pass, I they'll add a raw, they'll add somebody, but I, I think it's going, it's probably not going to be someone we think,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think nobody saw the Myers, Myers Leonard thing coming, um. So it's very possible that they have guys and people that are just very under the radar. Um, I mean, Barton is a good addition for a lot of teams. Um, I saw Boston. I saw the Lakers. um,
0: Yeah. That's which I would hate
1: to see, but you know, if, if we can, if we can get somebody, um, you know, and we don't stand pat, I think, you know, why not have the extra, you have the extra roster spot add some value there.
0: Right. Not so much with, with boston but that's the other thing you have to consider is like these guys have a choice between playing in la or playing in you know uh milwaukee they're probably gonna choose la unless they really want to ring if they really want to ring and yeah, then they go ahead right like and that's the thing the, too
1: is like is la really gonna i mean are, are, yeah they probably are not, in, not. Like,
0: the playoffs no, like, no I mean, and well th- that's why the Pat beverly thing like get the fuck out of here like Pat beverly signs with chicago and it's like, right. dude, you're you don't want to, you don't want to win, dude. No, you just want minutes. Like you just want clock. Like he's going to play a bunch because Chicago doesn't have a point guard. Like right. he's going to be out there. Cause uh Lonzo's now down for the year. Yeah. A, um,
1: that's been crazy to
0: Wow, yeah, yeah, The bulls and knees, man. It's yeah. just match made in hell. Like, so uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see if any moves are made. All right. What songs, what song are you going with for uh bio people?
1: Yeah, it was uh, "Trust Fall" by Pink. It's it's brand new. I'm not okay. a, not a huge Pink uh, fan, admittedly, Fair. but a- that's that's uh, actually not a terrible song. And oh. it's you know, somebody take a leap of, leap of faith with us. Um, like I said, you know, rather than you know sign with LA or sign here, take a leap of faith. You know, come win a championship with uh, with the Bucks and, and and vice versa. You know, like, hopefully you have the trust in in the Bucks and the ownership to to make the right move or a move that is gonna It'll help us win a championship.
0: <clears throat> Mine is Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. It's just because I think people get way too excited about bio people. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. J- like John Wall goes to the Celtics championship all the way, John Wall. It's like, no, it's just like, and the Bucs, that's bad luck. Like Martin Williams, remember how excited we got for Martin Williams coming to the Bucks?
1: Yeah, so, yeah.
0: Wasn't that good. Um, you know, bio guys are bio guys. <laughs> Serge Ibaka, y'all got excited about Serge as a trade, yeah, yeah. but like, it's the same sort of thing where it's like we always get excited about some of these back at guys and they don't like my, Some I don't think anyone's excited about Myers Leonard because of all the stuff that he brings, but yeah. if my like, let's hypothetically say that didn't happen and he's just been out of the league cause he had a leg issue too. Yeah, like, let's yeah. just say like, and then they're like, Oh bro, we got Myers Leonard. Like there would be people like legitimately excited about that because that's just how, all of our dumb brains work. And we do it sure. with the Packers too. We do it with the Brewers. Like the Brewers this week signed like two minor league guys. So I'm like, it's like, yeah, you know, kind of depth pieces. Like you look at the stats they are not great, but you talk yourself into it. Cause that's just yeah. being a fan. Yep. So, uh, all right, let's wrap it up with Giannis. Uh, the bucks will not have Giannis honest, not to come, but at least for the time being, it's unsure how long it doesn't seem like it will be long though. Um, Giannis was that practice today um I didn't see names quotes yet on what sort of where it is with Giannis I'll get those and let Shannon talk uh but like how do the Bucks survive without Giannis are you are you that worried do you feel like it's going to be just a blip on the radar like where where are you kind of at as we start to head towards the second half of the season
1: yeah yeah um I, I mean I was shocked um Same. to hear because because you you go again, you go to New York, which is never a good a good sign and you're looking for a second opinion. and it's usually never a better outlook and it seems like the second opinion gave them that. So I was shocked that that that's kind of the outcome that that resulted in that that trip. but um, I, I wouldn't say I'm worried. Um, I think it's the time I think it's time to take the training wheels off of Chris and and put him in the starting lineup. Um, because he's going to need to get going, you know, full bore by the time the playoffs and we don't have that much time, um, to waste, especially now. So I think that kind of speeds up his, uh, his return to, you know, 25, 30, 32, 35 ish minutes. Um, I think you know we can continue to lean on Drew. I think we saw how how much better scoring he, he's had this year with with Chris being out um, and really carried a lot of us or a lot of the the Bucks in in those early some of those early games. Um, but it's going to have to come from everybody. I think Grayson's going to need to be uh, a bit more uh, aggressive um pat's gonna need to continue to shoot i think you know i i would love to see joe ingles get a little bit you know more aggressive in in shooting i think um you know it's gonna need but then we also have brooke i I think all these guys can't be afraid like there isn't now it's like there isn't a go-to guy necessarily anymore it opens up the offense a little bit more where it's like fuck it fire away like we you we got shooters all over the court don't have to worry about Giannis necessarily uh, and the way that defenses will play them. So if Brooke can go off, have a 30, you know, yeah. a 30.9, Chris can I, go off or Drew, great. like there's, there's, and we have a deep bench. We have enough scoring that's there. Like nobody should be afraid to shoot the ball. Like w- my only worry is that, you know, a few games here and there can shift the playoff seedings. And, and, you know, we're now that, now that we have, well, we have a better, record as far as wins and losses against Boston but again like a few here a few there can shift that and I'd like to try I'd like to keep that um that one seat if we can but if they don't it's not the end of the world would like to keep it but yeah um no, I, think I this is an opportunity for guys to really showcase like hey you know we need you in these games and we're gonna probably need you in the playoffs as well make sure you're showing us that like we can trust you in in these types of moments.
0: Yeah, and you, you look at the first three games out the gate. Like let's just hypothetically say Giannis is back for that Philly game. I think that's more than reasonable to assume that he is he's back for. It. Let's just put it as that. I mean, it could be di- could be a different game, but you're playing three playoff teams back to back, and you're playing Miami, who will be in the playoffs. You might see. So I think it's really important to your point to learn how to score without Giannis, how to figure it out without Giannis if he's off the court. And you can't just be like it's relying on Giannis. The Bucs were way too reliant on Giannis when Chris went down with an injury last year. And that was what plagued them because Giannis ran out of gas. Or, and or if Giannis had one more guy scoring in game six, the Bucs are in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Miami Heat. And who the hell knows? Right? Yeah. Who knows what happens? So to have that is great. And you get three teams, you know, Miami Phoenix for sure will be in the playoffs. Brooklyn may be Brooklyn actually might be a team you face in the first round. So having that, that would be
1: as weird as it sounds like I would hate that fucking matchup.
0: Oh, look, I was telling Mitch last week, like you could say all you want about like the West being stacked, which you told me when we talked uh, during deadline and you were right. That was bad take by me. But if you look at the East right now, it's there are no easy, easy Mm -hmm. games unless Atlanta or Washington get in. That's yeah. your best case scenario is that you face Washington, Atlanta, because New York's a bitch to play. If Miami slips down, they're a bitch to play. Uh Brooklyn, not fun. Uh who else? I missed Toronto. Like, there's no I there's need. no pressure
1: yeah. on Brooklyn either. Like that's the thing, no. it's like they blew it up and you know they're they they were so far ahead that they're gonna get in the playoffs no matter what. But there's going to be no pressure on that on that team to deliver anything. And they've got like a very, very good roster of guys. They don't have a guy. They have a bunch of guys. Um, And I would, I would hate that matchup in in the first round.
0: This is how Brooklyn used to play. Like, this is how, like, before they had all their guys, like, I just saw something the other day. where like, Oh, Brooklyn has money. Now to sign, the next big free agent. I'm like, why? Like that's not what Sean Sean Marks, like, had Kenny Atkinson and they, they were good, not great. Do they need maybe a star perhaps, but why not just see what you have at Mikhail Bridges and see Mm -hmm. if Mikhail Bridges can be a first guy, first guy for your team and be a one. I think he there, he might be able to, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm like entirely there on it, but if he becomes a one, then it's like, okay, now you can start figuring out your roster construction, figuring out what you have, do a little bit, of what Orlando did where they, you know, obviously they did through the draft, but I think you look at the the magic now and you're like, okay, this is maybe the next great team. And there's the mm-hmm. next team that's like ready, ready to a And yeah, I, I do not want to play Toronto. I think Toronto, Nick nurse, although like the thing with Toronto is like, they've looked a lot better per uh, portal. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not going to be easy, uh, but no. it's a good, it's a good stretch. Um, encouraging news you know post uh bucks practice today jay crowder and bobby expected to play on friday so that's exciting yeah that was Uh, gonna be
1: that was gonna be my other thing it was like defensively without Giannis, yeah, yeah where i think is you know it scares me a little bit where you say all right jay like we're not we're not waiting on you like we need to ramp you up right now like be ready to go with Giannis out so Um, Yeah, it'll be interesting to see him kind of work back in. See Bobby work back in defensively. I think is where I'm. I'm intrigued to see. It could be some track
0: meets. Could be some track meets. I mean, thankfully, uh, the three teams we mentioned: Phoenix, Miami, Brooklyn. Not exactly offensive juggernauts. Orlando, even with how good Orlando's been, who you have on the first of March, not one of the offensive like firepower teams. It's not like you're playing Sacramento, Memphis. Uh, who else has a really good offense this year? Boston, just throw them in the mix. Like mm-hmm. now, like you're playing one of those like really talented offensive offensive teams right now, um, right. and that's fortunate for the Bucks.
1: Yeah, so uh, yeah, my song was was my all by Polo G. Just group effort. Everybody's got to give it. Yeah, I, I I will say one thing on the Giannis, and I, I think you touched on it really nicely on Monday. Um, I think on, extremely understated. And it won't go – it won't be talked about. Um, I think one of the, the the best things about All-Star Weekend was just seeing Giannis's joy and, like, love of the game at, at just really outside of just the All-Star game. Um, like, superstars don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they aren't front and center at the dunk. And I know he was, like, there because – the skills challenge and his brothers were there, but like those superstar guys are not at the dunk contest. They're not front and center with like their phone out recording it. Like the genuine excitement that he has towards just the game of basketball was just so reassuring and refreshing that like, you've got the face of the NBA and Giannis and it was, it was just really cool to see. And I, I loved it. And it's just, it won't be talked about, you know, none of the big media or well, it's not something they'll talk about with Giannis or legacy, but um, it was just really cool, really cool to see. And he, he brings his brothers along and brings Mamu along and um, having them all kind of part of, of all-star Week, and I thought that was just so cool.
0: Yeah, you just you you brought the whole ship, and he won. He won All Star Weekend. Um, yeah. You guys go back and listen here, kind of a little more extended. But yeah, I, I totally, obviously agree with you because that's my take. But like, no, yeah. it's it's uh, it's awesome, man. And I we're so lucky to have you honest and hopefully it leads to more calls and uh, more uh, more refs that are in favor of him. And I think yeah. part of the thing of him not having a good whistle is because they don't know how to ref. They just have zero, I- they have zero idea. And, yep. uh, my song was, I got this by big crit, similar, similar philosophy. Like, all all right, hands on deck. Let's figure this out. Let's keep winning games. Like if the Bucks can somehow go, let's just say he's out for four games and they can win three out of the four. Like, look out. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. that's big. And Chris Middleton had a good practice. Uh, I was like, we'll see how our response tomorrow. But all signs are are pointing out the up and up, man, besides besides Ali Kubo. He also said Ali Kubo's not out for Friday. He's like, Well, day to day, like which that would be the best shit ever. Like if Giannis is playing on, on Friday. Uh, it would yeah. be I'd be stunned, but it'd be it'd be cool, uh nonetheless. All right, man. Anything else? Um you you don't have a team to root for in March. You're orange are yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, they
1: are brutal. Bad loss tonight. Orange. Yeah. Yeah go on uh no i i uh i actually don't mind that you know i don't uh, not that i don't not like having a team syracuse to 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 root for but um just kind of leaving the the field open and not being have the pressure of watching those games and all that um it's gonna be a really interesting field um oh yeah yeah you know i think there's we talked about in one of our earliest um you know pods is just the um just the amount of talent that's that's in the college basketball right now and, and you know, how much parity there is um, with teams winning and losing. Like, Tennessee's lost five of their last seven games, and they were, you know, right. top seed, you know, uh, two weeks ago. Um, and so – and then you have, you know, unfortunate, you know, situation with Brandon Miller. Like, how is that going to play out with – Alabama is you know where Alabama sits and so there's just there's so many storylines so many really really good teams um it's just going to make for a really good tournament
0: <clears throat> yeah and I think Alabama they were down at halftime in South Carolina I don't know if they turned it on I've, I've been having the Badger game on uh but they they were down at halftime to a very bad South Carolina team uh where South Carolina is treating it like their Super Bowl tonight uh but yeah, yeah it's South Carolina's be... uh
1: up three basically ooh, with about ooh. just 12 to play.
0: Well, oh, so we got a lot of time, but yeah, I mean it's, it's it's gonna be a fascinating tournament. It to everything you said. Obviously, I have the opposite with Marquette where I've been used to like low heartbeats, just easy going, and now we ramp it up. And it's gonna be out of like three weeks where I'll, it maybe hopefully. But I just, I think just win one and then, and then we'll just sort of see from there. And yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting, man. I'm, I'm excited for it. So yeah. uh, before we head out, just a reminder, brothers tonight, revel tomorrow, uh, and then the brewery on Saturday to go see Shea Ken. Uh If you do uh, make sure you make sure you drop the name, uh, we'd be, we'd be happy to, uh, he, he would take your request, maybe not other people's, he'll take your request. Yeah, I'm usually
1: pretty open to them as long as it makes sense. I'm, I'm right. not, uh, I'm not that guy. I'll, I'll take the request and as long as it keeps the night fun and keeps it going.
0: Exactly. Absolutely. All right, man. We'll take care and we'll, uh, we'll do this, do this soon. Later. See you.